Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome in the beginning of a special Thanksgiving edition of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere in unison as we speak the language of force, coast to coast, border to border and beyond on the vast and zestfully powerful microphones of FSR emanating live. From the stuffing, as we provide all your sporty audio stuffing needs. As we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And we are glad that you have chosen to listen to us because uh, it's the time of the year. It's the holiday season and all that. We are here for you. Hanging out and uh, think of this as a big radio extravaganza. Now, when I was a kid, I'm, old, I'm getting old because when I was a kid, my parents hornswoggled me. This is how long ago I was a kid where on Thanksgiving, there was this thing called the, the Peanuts Holiday Special, a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. And that was like a big freaking deal when I was a kid. Like, I love that. I love that more than eating, uh, which is amazing considering I was a very fat child. But I did. I loved the Peanuts. But then I look at the cartoons today, and they're like so much better and all that. But our lead this hour, don't bear the lead, my man. All right, we're not going to bear the lead. Like our boss is listening, please. So our lead this hour comes from San Antonio. Standard Thanksgiving Eve. The NBA doesn't play on Thanksgiving. But on Thanksgiving Eve, uh, full slate NBA. right? Full slate NBA. N- nothing spectacular. Uh, I, I had the, I was flipping. I had the, the Celtics Bucks. I was watching that. And then, of course, I'm you know, biased to the Clippers. So I was watching the Spurs and the Clippers. So I'm checking that out. And it's a standard night. Now, the way I get ready for the show, I, I'm very methodical, very surgical, the way I get ready for the show. And so I, I usually have a game, game on, or a couple I'm flipping back and forth, and I'm kind of looking for things I want to talk about 
and, and rant and rave. And so uh, it, nothing, nothing abnormal, just a normal night. You know, another date on the calendar, another uh, X in the, on, the, on the calendar, and uh, unless it wasn't. Now, it, I assume you know by now, but, but maybe just flipped on whatever audio device you're listening to. So it's not about Wemby. Wemby didn't go out and score 75 points and grab 25 rebounds. No. So if you didn't see, this is really cool. Uh, this is unusual. It's unusual is what it is. So we'll take you back to the second quarter, Clippers and Spurs. You say, who cares about that? Come on. Well, you'll care about this. Listen, so about three minutes to go before halftime. Yeah, nothing spectacular. Clippers are up by a few points. Nothing big. Spurs coach Greg Popovich became the story. He grabbed a microphone while Kawhi Leonard was going to the charity stripe And rather than me tell you what he said, let's go to the audio tape. Here's the NBA coach, Greg Popovich, as he gives a lecture. Take a listen. Kawhi with eight points tonight, three of five from the floor. It is only three. Excuse me for a second. Pops on the mic. stop all the boo and let these guys play? It's not all class. It's not who we are. Knock off the boo. Pop telling the fans to lay off Kawhi Leonard. But that's not San Antonio. Yeah, so uh, if you missed it, I think it was kind of obvious. He said, excuse me for a second. Can we stop all the booing and let these guys play? Have a little class. That's not who we are. Knock it off. Knock, knock off the boo. Yeah. All right. So let's uh, talk about this now. The question, as we discussed, Greg Popovich defending the honor of his former player, Kawhi Leonard, wearing other laundry, wearing other laundry, and lecturing the customer, how do you categorize this story from the NBA? So I've got knockoff store brand laryngitis, which I hope not to get again, and Mr. October. We will combine all of these things together, and we are going to make one pound of fat, which is what you're going to get. The average American gains one pound of fat between now and Christmas. So enjoy. Enjoy getting fat. So number one. Yeah. All right. So again, I'm just watching the, the, the Clipper game. I'm minding my own business. It's on in the background. Uh, I'm getting ready for the show. And then, bam, out of nowhere, Greg Popovich, hostile takeover. He grabs the mic. He lambastes the fan. Now, I thought it was both amusing and I also wanted to puke in my mouth. Uh, I did. I mean, both those things were happening simultaneously. Now, this is equal parts unnecessary, and it was also, might I add, unsuccessful. You see, the fans heckled Kawhi more. They heckled Kawhi more. So if Popovich had ulterior motives... Then his plan came together. But if he, what he said was on the straight and narrow, bad job by him. And I'm thinking, like I'm watching this, and it, it didn't last very long, but I'm thinking, like, what are we doing here? What, what, what are we doing? Uh, like Coach Pop, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming he does not eat a butterball turkey. He, he likes that knockoff store brand, the sourball turkey, because he's a sourball. He's a miserable, condescending, cantankerous, almost 75-year-old grump. One of these guys, I'm the smartest man in the room. And if you don't believe me, just ask him. Ask Pop. He'll tell you. And, and so I'm, I'm looking at all this go down with Popovich. And he's another guy. Like He was a genius Hall of Fame coach when he had Tim Duncan 
and Tony Parker and players like that. And now he's a he's a boob when those guys have left. Yeah, suddenly the Spurs blow like everyone else. There she blows, the San Antonio Spurs. Now, the other thought I had was this was Cincinnati-esque. So I'm going to go back. I'm going to take you back if you're of a certain age. Maybe you don't know what this is. But I'm going to take you on the Wayback Machine. We're going to set on the Wayback Machine. And you should get one of these if you ever get your own show. I recommend a Wayback Machine. So we're going to set the Wayback Machine to the year 1989. We're going to take you to an NFL stadium in Ohio. Fans were throwing projectiles, otherwise known as snowballs, and garbage at Cleveland Browns players, which... It's funny, this happened in 1989, and even today, fans are still throwing snowballs and garbage at Browns players. But anyway, uh, and, and none of the players that are playing today just about were, were there, even alive in 1989. So Browns getting just rained down on snowballs and trash. So Bengals head coach Sam Weish decided he had had enough. He had to put a stop to it. So he walked all the way across the field to the other sideline. The Cincinnati coach walked over to the the Cleveland sideline, he grabbed the public address microphone. Back in those days, they had an actual mic with a cable. He walked over, he grabs the mic, and he said, well, the next person, well, here's what he said. Let's go to the audience. I, don't, I cannot do this justice. One of the great sound bites in NFL history, and it's very similar. Listen to this, and tell me you don't get the same vibe you got from Greg Popovich. Take a listen. Will the next person that sees anybody throw anything onto this field, point them out, Get him out of here. You don't live in Cleveland. You live in Cincinnati. <laughs> and the crowd went wild. He dropped the mic. It was like a WWF. That was what it was called back then. Not WWE, WWF. A comedy routine. Uh, so I look at this, and it had a similar vibe. Now, Popovich made sure not to mention Kawhi by name. He was obviously talking about Kawhi. There was no one else on the Clippers being booed like Kawhi. So obviously Popovich. He didn't have the balls, Popovich, to say Kawhi's name. Uh, and he didn't say, you know, San, I don't think he said San Antonio. He just said, uh, you know, we're, you know, you're better than that or whatever. But Sam Weiss, still the undisputed all-time, grab the microphone, scream at the fans, king. That last If he had stopped just after, will the next person who sees anybody throw anything on the field point him out and get him out of here, that wouldn't have been all-time great. That would not have been all-time great. But you, the part where he said, you don't live in Cleveland, you live in Cincinnati, that's the money Part. That's obvious, right? You know that. You don't need me to tell you that. Now, pitch two. Should the Spurs fans be annoyed with Greg Popovich's rant, or should they love it? And the arrow on this one is pointing to full annoyance. 1,000, 1,000 percent. We we defend the paying customer. And I've had a a love-hate relationship with our friends in San Antonio. We have... A lot of listeners that live in that area and around San Antonio, out in the suburbs and whatnot that listen to the show that, that have been very loyal to the show. We also have people that hate my guts, many of them Manu Ginobili fans, very upset about a rant I did several years ago. I had uh, many people in Argentina upset with me because of my, my Ginobili rant, but that's a different conversation for another day. But on this one, I stand with the Spurs fans. Uh, here's my take on this. If you spend your discretionary income on a basketball game, which is tremendously overpriced, regular season NBA, you don't get a lot of entertainment value on a standard night in the NBA, and you go out there because you love your team so much that you go out and you get laryngitis uh, because you're booing, I'm fine with that, right? I'm, I'm fine with that. And San Antonio is an absolutely miserable team. They're a dog food team. 
And even though Kawhi's playing for a team I like, he is in this Shakespearean drama, Kawhi Leonard is the heel. And I'm happy he's on the Clippers when he plays. He plays well when he plays. Still a good player. Doesn't play that much. I, this year he's actually played a lot. But regardless, if, if I lived in the Alamo City, I would boo Kawhi Leonard. He went AWOL. He forced his way off the team. You've got to keep it real, right? What's Kawhi Leonard's position on this? Now, he was asked after the game, and he said you know, he pretended like he didn't really know what was going on. He, he's Marcel Marceau is what he is. He's, uh, he, you know, he gives a shoulder shrug, and I don't, I don't know. Uh, Coach Pop acting like an overprotective parent. And it actually makes him look pretty bad. I mean, Kawhi Leonard, maybe I'm wrong on this, but I think you're an adult man when you're 32 years old. I'm a man. I'm 32. Come after me. You know, uh, I'm a grown-ass man, to quote the Oklahoma State coach from back in the day. But uh, Kawhi, I think he can defend himself. I think, I think he's able to. I think the claw can defend himself. All right, final point. So Greg Popovich seems to believe that booing is classless. Is that based in reality? So it's not based on my reality. Now, maybe Popovich, some of his takes, I think he does live in a different dimension than I live in because I look at things much differently than Popovich and all other things, but it's not my reality. In Mallertown, which I recommend you visit, there used to be a podcast named Mallertown, but then they, they didn't, never talked about the show, so they changed the name. But in Mallertown, it's an endorsement, Right directing verbal raspberries at players is the ultimate sign of respect. And I remember there's a great quote by Mr. October, Reggie Jackson, who said they don't boo nobodies. That quote also was from Wilt Chamberlain before Reggie Jackson, but I heard it from Reggie Jackson. And I get it. People can be rude, crude, lewd, not just in Philadelphia, not just in Philadelphia and Boston and places like that, even in sleepy San Antonio. People can be rude, but they didn't get physical. As long as you don't get physical and confront people and throw stuff at them, you're fine. But here's how I relate to the story. It, I do these uh, monologues for a night. Uh, I do uh, four hours of talk radio. I've got three hours of podcasting. I got uh, half an hour of television a week. That's on my agenda every week. And if I don't have trolls attacking me for something I said, that's a sign I'm failing at my job, that my, uh, my opinions are not strong enough, my takes are weak, I have no backbone. You understand, these cockroaches are good for my business. They listen longer. And these, these dummies watch these stupid videos they put up of me ranting, and they get all upset, and the company loves it because they make more money. And they're so obtuse, these morons, they don't even realize it. But on this one, Popovich, he also incriminated himself. He has coached in San Antonio since Bill Clinton was hanging out with Monica Lewinsky. Hello, uh, there at the, at the White House. And still, still needs to learn who the real San Antonio fan is. Right? Now, that is a surprising development. That's, that's surprising to me. You would think a guy that's been there for that long would know what makes the fan tick. But have a little class. Yeah. That's not who we are. That's absolutely who you are. In fact, if I'm not mistaken, every game Kawhi Leonard's played in San Antonio, outside of the COVID, he's been booed. And, and that's the way it should be. That's how it works. That's the relationship. All right. It is the Ben Maller Show. And normally I would say speakeasy rules are in effect, but no speakeasy rules tonight. 
because it is Thanksgiving. So if you haven't called in a while and if you've never called, this is a good night to hang out with us. 877-99 on Fox. That's 877-996-6369. If you would like to be part of the radio show, you can join us here and hang out with us and uh, love to know why the hell you're up and why you're listening live at this hour when most people aren't doing much. Most people aren't doing much. It is a bear jamboree. We'll get to that. We'll read your comments on X at Ben Maller. We'll do it all, and we will do it next. But, hey, it's Maller here. Can you believe the company's having me do a live read on Thanksgiving? Isn't that amazing? There's no such thing uh, to be uh, thankful for. Uh, there's so much, I should Well, there's actually a lot to be thankful for. See, if I could, if I could speak, that would help. Uh, you've got family, friends, food, and NFL football. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington. TJ Hushmanzada and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL owners say the darndest things. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. Hope you're having a wonderful Thanksgiving as we are in the air everywhere, doing it live right next door as we enjoy the rhythm of clapping hands coast-to-coast, border-to-border, and beyond on the vast and vivaciously powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the mashed, the mashed potatoes of hot takes. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. 
an unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Good to have you hanging out with us as we are in this together here all night long. And headline from the horseshoes, that's where we're going to begin this hour, an NFL owner filling up the content kitty on Thanksgiving. Now, I don't know how closely you're following all of this sporty stuff. Maybe not. But this was a humdinger, a humdinger of a story. The Colts' vivacious owner, Jim Ursay, making an amazing claim. Jim Ursay claiming that he was targeted for being a, let me check my notes here, a rich white billionaire. Yeah, he, uh, he talked to HBO Sports. And he also talked about addiction and all that. And uh, the great journalist, Andrea Kramer. See, this is actually like kind of journalism, unlike sideline reporting. But Andrea Kramer, uh, that show's being canceled, right? Isn't that this last season, I believe, of that Brian Gumble show on HBO? I think this is it. Anyway, Ursay admitted in an interview that spanned the globe. They call that wide-ranging in the business. Uh, it aired earlier this week. Uh, that Of course, he has had many issues with substance abuse. Uh, many people have. Many people listen to the show have had problems with substance abuse. A lot of people have that. He's not unique. But he said it happened following his days as a power lifter. Now, he downplayed the idea that that driving while intoxicated arrest a couple years back, uh, and he pled guilty to that, got a suspension. Uh, he said that was not really rock bottom. He claimed that the only reason he pleaded guilty to the DWI charge was to, quote, just get it over with. But then he gave the money quote, cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Jim Ersick, who never earned a dollar himself, he won the genetic lottery. Jim Ersick said, quote, I am prejudiced against because I'm a rich white billionaire. Ersay claiming, If I'm just the average guy down the block, they're not pulling me in. Of course not. Ursay stated of his DWI pullover and eventual arrest. Ursay said, I don't care what it sounds like. It's the truth. The truth is the truth, and I know the truth. Period. Hard stop. So let us discuss the question Colts owner Jim Ursay saying he was the victim of being a rich white billionaire. What does this signal to you? So I'm going to go first. I've got rhythmic chanting, sparks, and kitchen table. And we will combine all of these things together. And we are going to make the Baba Ganoush. Who's having the Baba Ganoush? For, no, no one's having that for Thanksgiving. All right, anyway. Uh, a, uh, Jim Ursay. Now, these quotes are, are next level, right? These quotes are bananas. But what a mensch. What a mensch Jim Ursay is, right? I'm, here I am. I'm coming in. I'm like, oh, man, there's not going to be much happening. And if you do what I do for a living, you appreciate jamokes like Jim Ursay. Like people that are just out there in cuckoo land. You love it. You love it. Uh, giving back to struggling gas bags and blowhards working over the holiday weekend. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Absolutely. Ursay, clearly, here's my diagnosis. He consumes too much media. 
he's one of these guys. I know a lot of these people. I got friends. I got I got in-laws that are like this. Ursay consumes too much media. My advice, and I work in media. My advice is to partake in what I do when I eat, intermittent fasting. But you should do it with your media consumption. In our opinion, Jim Ursay, he's horny. He wants to get in on the action, right? Ursay is horny. I, everyone else is getting in on this. I want some of that. Give me some of that. You know, he, he's trying to to pray at the church of victimhood. And this this wasn't the way it was when I was a kid. It's one of these things that's changed in my lifetime. But we now live in a world where being a victim is celebrated, at least online. I don't know if it is in the real world, but you gain social media clout, you gain empathy when you're the victim. And it takes away from legitimate victims. Like when there's people that are actually wronged in society, people like me just snicker because it's just like, oh, everyone's a victim. You know, it's like, but Jim Ursay wanted some of that dopamine hit you get from wallowing in the victim vacuum. Right, just hanging out in that victim vacuum. And he figured, uh, here's how I, again, diagnosis. Ursay figured that, hey, it works for everyone else. Why not me? Right? We, we've said for years that it is absolute blasphemy. Nobody else has this take. It's absolute blasphemy that these robber barons and titans of industry have been treated so unfairly. All right, now, our unsolicited advice, I think this is great advice. You're only going to get this on the Ben Maller Show. Our advice to Jim Irsay, he should rally all the peasants, the country bumpkins that work for him as servants, and I think he should get all of them and then some other aristocrats, and they should take to the streets two words, rhythmic Chanting, right? Can you imagine a crowd of flotsam and jetsam with the billionaires in their armor-plated luxury vehicles cruising down the boulevard? And they could chant. The obvious one is no justice, no peace, right? That would be the big one. But how about get up, get down. There's a billionaire movement in this town. How about that? Right? That'll, people will come out from everywhere, men, women, and children. Oh, the billionaires are out protesting again. I hope they don't build, burn a building down. All right, now page two. Uh, another branch of this tree. This is a good story. Like this is a meaty story. Like this is a big plate of meat. Uh, so we have seen Jim Irsay universally vilified for these comments, and we're a little late to the party. But th- the question is, with Irsay being attacked from all sides, not just on the Western Front, but from all sides, how do you think he reacted to this? So this part of the story is kind of like the sun rising on the horizon in the east, right? Predictable. Predictable. Uh, And this is more meat. It's red meat in the hungry lion's den. And it's kind of like uh, your standard um, Dick and Dayton measuring contest. You know, the the old measuring contest there. Um, My level of anger is higher than yours. I am more offended. It is the offended Olympics. And it's, it's also like that old song, the old Sparks tune, this town ain't big enough for both of us. It's hilarious. Like random people. Some people claim they're famous. I don't know who's famous, who's not famous. But the people claiming and, and telling Ursa, like lecturing him on the victim totem pole and pointing out that he, on that totem pole, Jim Ursay is at the very bottom where the dogs urinate. So just another standard day. In the cyber world. All right, last word. So there is more to this story as we unpack it. There's a debate show called First Take. I don't know who watches that. I'm sleeping when it's on. 
but it's been on for a while, and uh, dozens of people, I'm sure, were tuned in to watch this. Jim Irsay on that show was called an entitled old brat, among other insults. You want to take a guess what Jim Irsay did while that was going on? He lost his mind. He was watching the show. It appears he was watching the show, and he handled it uh, very well unless he didn't. Uh, you see, Jim Irsay threatened to sue our former Fox Sports Radio morning host, Stephen A. Smith, part of the Fox Sports Radio Alumni Association. And so we're, we're going to ask the question right now. As you know, I am not a lawyer, but I play one on the radio. And I uh, have not pos- passed the bar, but I have been to many bars in my time. So Jim Irsay threatening to sue former FSR morning man Stephen A. Smith. Does he have a case? Does he have a case? And I, I spent several seconds, not minutes, several seconds, about 30, which I guess is more than several, but I spent a fair amount of seconds, 30 of them or so, thinking about this, and, and this one is rather obvious. Now, I, I always point this disclaimer out that in the United States, you can sue anybody for anything. However, it doesn't mean you're going to win, and it, it doesn't mean it's just a frivolous lawsuit. Ursay is, and I say this in air quotes, a celebrity, okay? He's a celebrity, which is a problem. You can't win a case like this. It's much tougher to win a slander lawsuit. This would be slander. Libel's the written word. Slander is the spoken word. So this would be a slander case because there's a thing called absolute malice. We don't have time to get into it here, but someone that does what I do for a living, you know about slander. You know about absolute malice. You know what you can say and what you can't say. Trust me. Because uh, I've gotten a few cease and desist letters over the years. And when you do that, you learn what you can say and what you can't say. So my advice to Jim Irsay on this one, even though he's talking about suing and threatening to sue, uh, my advice is to go to the kitchen table. Now, why would you go to the kitchen table? Not to have Thanksgiving. No. It, it, there's an old legal quote, one of the great quotes of all time when it comes to law. And the quote goes something like this. If you have the facts on your side, you pound the facts. If you have the law on your side, you pound the law. And if you have neither on your side, you just pound the table is what you do. You just pound the table. It is the Ben Maller Show, and we are glad you have chosen to spend some time with us. We thank you. The podcast will be up when we get done, hours and hours and hours from now. And a little programming schedule for you. I will be with you on the podcast, the Fifth Hour Podcast In fact, we are looking for a few good questions on the Facebook page. If you're following me on Facebook and the show page, Ben Maller Show, we will have a new episode of the TV show. That'll start airing on Friday around the country. It's distributed by NBC. Check that out. We'd love to have it. It's called Benny versus the Penny. So those things are coming up this weekend as well. Straight ahead. As we take your calls, no speakeasy rules, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Speakeasy rules relaxed because of the holiday. And also on X, at Ben Maller, is it true that USC coach Lincoln Riley has an NFL job lined up, developing hot, dot, dot, dot. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. But hey, it's Maller here, and there is no, there, there is so, not no, there is so, there is so, so uh, much to be thankful for. Family, friends, food, all the food. Man, I'm looking forward to that. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. 
we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You just can't hack it, pal. Well... Come in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show on a Thanksgiving. We are in the air everywhere under the sheets as we monitor the unfolding discourse coast to coast, border to border and beyond on the vast and mischievously. Powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the hole as we make our living putting the microphone in the turkey hole. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Later this hour, we have Ask Ben. So if you'd like to contribute content on X, send your comments in. Hashtag Ask Ben and Friends. Oh, my. It's going to be a wild segment. Ask Ben and Friends. But our headline this hour from Jersey, the Garden State. If you go to northern New Jersey, not a lot of gardens. So the Jets have a new pilot. Someone named Tim Boyle is taking over. You might have heard about that this week. Uh, He is not the man on the moon. He's manure man, if you look at his numbers. So a reporter pointed out that Tim Boyle is not only a quarterback, he has been terrible, but just horrible. Not only in the NFL, but also in college, he's been dreadful. It's, It's a terrible stat. So what do you think happened? Nathaniel Hackett, when asked about the terrible play of the guy that the Jets named to replace another guy who sucks in Zach Wilson, what do you think Nathaniel Hackett said? Do you think he said, you know what, you're right, those numbers are terrible. Those are some bad numbers. I don't know what to say. I can't defend that. How do you want me to defend the indefensible? Do you think he said that? You think he said, hey, I love this guy. He's good. You know, who cares about stats? Or you think he said no comment? 
Uh, so if you didn't hear, maybe not. Uh, the answer is curtain number three. Curtain number three is the answer. He said, quote, now listen closely. I'm not, I'm giving you this word for word. I'm not making this up. This is the actual quote from someone who's paid a fair amount of money to oversee an NFL offense talking about a quarterback that has been god-awful. Quote, when it comes to stats, there's no, there's so many, there's so many different ways to look at the numbers. Hackett opined. Good, bad, there are people throughout this league that have been very, very good. One of the best ever. There are those that are not as good. That fluctuates. There are so many things. That's why this game is so great. So many different things that change that personnel situations. So many different things. Close quote. All right, so let's discuss the question. How do you categorize Nathaniel Hackett, the Jets offensive coordinator, and what he said in defense of the statistical incompetence of Tim Boyle? So I've got shine Boys, Popeyes, and Juicy Lucy. And we will combine all of these things together, and we are going to make a Thanksgiving without turkey. Did you know, you probably did, in the original Thanksgiving back in the 1600s, whenever that was, way back in the day, uh, no turkey. No turkey was, was served. No turkey was harmed. Uh, did not do it. Did not eat the bird. All right, first of all, Nathaniel Hackett. Uh, this guy's he's good for my business. Bad coaching, good for my business. Bad at coaching, good for my business. So my first thought on Nathaniel Hackett uh, is – he clearly wants to remind me and you that he's a Mama Luke. In case you forgot about him, he is full Mama Luke. Uh, loser. Like, what are we doing? Hackett is going from the balance beam to the uneven bars is what he's doing here. He's giving us verbal gymnastics. Uh, Tim Boyle is a quarterback. Tim Boyle sucks. Both those statements are true. He has been as effective as a quarterback as a large pus-filled cyst. Everywhere he has played. So we like to call a spade a spade. Now, in the case of Nathaniel Hackett, he likes to call a joker a spade. The main reason, the main reason that Tim Boyle is starting is because of nepotism. He gets along well. There's a relationship between him and Hack. It's not that he's good. He can't hack it. But he knows him. They get along good and all that. What, what a world, the NFL, where you can be incompetent at your job and you continue on because of uh, friendship. Of course, I know that goes on a lot of places, but you would think the NFL, it's a meritocracy. It's not like that. Uh, not so much. Not so much. And so in this chapter of the book, the Nathaniel Hackett book, in this chapter, he is one of the shoeshine boys. Uh, now, instead of clodhoppers, he's polishing turds that play for the Jets. And Hackett continues, Nathaniel Hackett continues to be a total fraud. But he's got pretty good job security because he must make a mean dish of fettuccine Alfredo for Aaron Rodgers. And that's got to keep him employed. You know, that's that's the word. It's, maybe maybe ravioli. could be. I don't think it's toasted ravioli. It could be regular ravioli. All right, uh, secondly, on page two, headline from the Motor City. Former Lions quarterback Scott Mitchell. Now, you got to be pretty old to remember Scott Mitchell. He filled in for the Dolphins, played pretty well, got a big contract from Detroit 
you know, different generation. And he randomly, and might I add unexpectedly, unloaded on Barry Sanders and basically anyone who ever crossed paths with him in the city of Detroit. He's very upset. Now, why is he upset? He was upset because of this new documentary on Amazon about Barry Sanders. Now, I didn't even know about this documentary, so this was news to me, but highlights from the rant from former NFL starting quarterback Scott Mitchell. He said, I am so tired of hearing how I was the reason that Barry Sanders never won a Super Bowl. Quote continues. I'm so tired. I guess he's very tired. Maybe take a nap. Uh, Scott Mitchell said, I'm so tired of hearing how I was not a good quarterback. My only response is, F you all. Except he didn't just say F. Oh, yeah, he threw three other words in there. That's right. I wash his mouth out with soap and water. We're going to have to get Supermarket Steve to get some soap on aisle seven. And we'll uh, have to get him to wash his mouth out. He also ripped Eminem and Jeff Daniels, a couple of guys in Detroit that are you know, from Detroit that are Lions fans. But wait, there's more. He wasn't done. Scott Mitchell then turned his howitzer at Wayne Fonts, a legendary former coach, not for good reasons. Now, he suggested, Wayne Fonts in the documentary, that the quarterbacks the Lions really wanted back in the 90s were Warren Moon and Joe Montana. Those are the guys they wanted. And then they they had to settle for Scott Mitchell. They gave him $11 million over three years. So that triggered... Scott Mitchell, of course, he was on a bender, uh, and he said, Wayne Fonts begged, begged me to come to Detroit. Scott Mitchell declared, he said, Wayne never had my back. All right, the final salvo was directed at Barry Sanders again. He went back to Barry Sanders, and this is where it got personal. This is where it got personal. Scott Mitchell said, everything was built for Barry to succeed. In his 10-year career, the former Lions quarterback pointed out that Barry Sanders won one playoff game, and the only reason he didn't win more was everyone else was the problem, he said sarcastically with a question mark. Scott Mitchell continued. He said, how many yards did Barry's have in the playoffs in 94, 95, and 97? I'll give you a hint. Not very many. We all are to blame, Scott Mitchell said. We are all to blame for not winning a Super Bowl in Detroit, even Barry Sanders. So the question on this one, what is your evaluation of Scott Mitchell's crazy rant about Barry Sanders' documentary? So as we psychoanalyze this one, Scott Mitchell, all these years later, suffering from PTSD from his days in the Motor City, and he went full Popeye's. That's all I can stands and I can't stands no more, uh, is what he did. It's akin to being publicly tarred and feathered in the public square. In his head, it's like this. Now, how many people do you think watch a Barry Sanders documentary on Amazon? I didn't even know about it. But those are the glory days. It's pretty sad for Scott Mitchell. He'll never have a moment better than that. That's the greatest thing. He, there's nothing left in terms of great moments. And that's a shame. There should be other things you can do in your life other than play quarterback for the Detroit Lions. But the, the Amazon special, uh, I was reading about this, and I, I, maybe I'll watch it now. I didn't even know about it. As I said, maybe I'll watch it now. But it opened up old wounds, and it allowed germs to get into those old wounds. And he, now he's infected with rage. Rage. Now, uh, Scott Mitchell did spit a few facts. There's something we talk about a lot. It's called the, the man who shot Liberty Valance. 
And it's true in life. When the legend becomes the fact, you print the legend. You overlook the shortcomings. For example, now I watched Barry Sanders. I'm old enough to have watched Barry Sanders when he played. Barry Sanders had some amazing individual runs. But he was bipolar as a running back, and you were just as likely to have Barry Sanders get stonewalled at the line of scrimmage as you were to have Barry Sanders break a 75-yard video game spiral run to Paydirt. In fact, did you know that Barry Sanders holds the NFL record for the most yards lost by a running back? No one before or since has lost as many yards as Barry Sanders did. And oftentimes that was because he, uh, the, the, the hole wasn't there. Instead of just you know, taking the, uh, you know, limiting your damage, he would try to do the zig and the zag and run all over the place. And uh, more times than not, it did not actually work. The times it did work are on sizzle reels, on TikTok, and on the gram and YouTube and all that. But he was just as likely to run for no gain or a loss as he was to run for a touchdown. All right, final thought. Tom Brady. Can't go more than a couple of monologues without mentioning Tom Brady. Did you know Tom Brady got the call? Maybe it was a text. I think it was a call, but it might have been a text. We learned that the former NFL star was was contacted about returning to the NFL. Don't call it a comeback. Did you hear about this? you see this? No? A former New England Patriot backup quarterback to Drew Brees and Boston sports gas bag at our home in Boston, the Marconi award-winning 98.5 The Sports Hub. Well, Scott Zolak, you think he knows a thing or two. Scott Zolak passing on that after Kirk Cousins went down with an injury, snap, crackle, pop, the Vikings did reach out to Tom Brady about a possible signing. Now, Brady said thanks, but no thanks. A couple of questions. The first question is, do you believe the story? I do. And here's why. There is a connection. It's all about connective tissue. There's a connection here. The defensive coordinator in Minnesota is who? That's right. Brian Flores. I know he's suing the NFL, but before he sued the NFL, before he coached the Dolphins, where did he work? Ding, 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 ding. That's right. New England. He was a right-hand man for Bill Belichick and the Patriots. So now he's in Minnesota, so there's a connection. He thinks that Brian Flores has Tom Brady's number. Now, the other question is, why did Tom Brady reject the Vikings? Well, my answer would be very simple. He does not believe that it's worth the headache. He does not believe the Minnesota Vikings are a legit contender, even with him. No bling bling. Plus, Brady would be surrounded by delicious Juicy Lucy's. Now, we know if he's in Minnesota, there's that great Juicy Lucy place right across from the high school uh, where... Paul Molitor went to school there in St. Paul. He'd go over there, eat those. I mean, he had all the Juicy Lucy's places. And Brady's all about eating grass. He's eating berry and banana smoothies and avocado ice cream and all that crap. If he's in Minnesota, he's, he's getting like 400 pounds eating Juicy Lucy's. He'd be the left tackle for the Vikings. Now, I'll tell you this. If Mahomes, Brock Purdy, or Jalen Hurts get hurt this weekend, you see what I did there? Uh, if, they, if they go down, snap, crackle, pop, and – Let's say Kansas City or the 49ers, or should I say the Eagles, contact Brady. I'll bet you he comes back. That is much more realistic that Brady would run out of the Bat Cave and return as the Cape Crusader to save the day. 
It is the Ben Maller Show. If you'd like to comment on any of that, speakeasy rules are not in effect. They are not in effect because it's a holiday and we're hanging out. And so love to talk to you. We had some really cool old friends that we haven't talked to in a long time. We had Chris in Houston called up, Dominican Mike, a show legend. He called up uh, Mr. Irrigation. These are some big names in our little world here in the Maller Militia. So it was great to hear their voices again. We'll take your calls again, 877-99 on Fox, on X, at Ben Maller. We have Ask Ben on X, Ben and Friends. We don't do sporty, but you can ask us questions, and we'll possibly use them on the air. Time now for the Maller Riddle of the Day. Now, I have so there are like three good riddles I could have done, but I chose this one. And I actually changed it at the last minute. I was going to do something else. But here's the... Maller Riddle of the Day. Seattle Seahawks star DK Metcalf recently revealed that he blanked so he could talk trash without getting penalized. Again, Seattle Seahawks star wide receiver DK Metcalf recently said that he blanked so he could talk trash without getting penalized. That is the Maller Riddle of the Day. The answer, we'll get to it, and we will do it next. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.